Let's bow our heads forward of prayer. Heavenly Father, you speak to us by your word. We listen to your word and sometimes we struggle with your word. But you also call us to prayer and to bring our struggles to you. And to seek your will in our lives. Lord, we pray that as Jesus set the example for us and has even taught us to pray, that we would be a, a people of prayer who come before you not only with our concerns, but also seeking your will and how we should live in your kingdom. Give us clarity of mind and heart and empower us to share the good news with the world of hurt and pain around us. We pray, Lord. Help us to not only call ourselves disciples, but to live as your disciples each and every day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. To take a look at scripture and to know the, the power of prayer is often a challenge. But in our gospel lesson today, we see Jesus praying that high priestly prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane before he is arrested and crucified. And the challenge here is to understand exactly what Jesus is praying for and praying about for us. He starts off, Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. And while I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me, I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves. For I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they're not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. What's all that mean? It means that as believers in Jesus Christ, 
that we're different. You might say that we are stuck in this world, but we're really not of this world. And we're here because Jesus Christ sends us into the world. In our epistle lesson today, we hear all about testimony. And it says the testimony of man is not the same as the testimony of God. The testimony of man is built on the things of man and the understanding of man. And while it may contain some truths, it doesn't contain the most important truth, the testimony of God. And the testimony of God comes to us in Jesus Christ himself. For it is Jesus who said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. And so John writes that whoever believes in the Son of God has that testimony in himself. In other words, if we believe in Jesus Christ, that testimony, that living word of God is in our hearts and in our lives, and we have the opportunity then to know that he died for us and rose again. And because that testimony is in us, we have the opportunity to share that testimony with others. It's interesting that in the midst of, of this line, he also says, whoever does not believe God has made him a liar. That's a pretty harsh thing to say. People say, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in his word. I don't believe that there was a Jesus who suffered and died. And they make God to be a liar. We know the truth. And the scripture reminds us the truth has set us free. And that truth comes to us in the name of God. God gave us eternal life. And this life is in his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. It's a simple truth. And that's the truth that we hold in our hearts and in our lives. And as we come to him in prayer, we give him thanks for the ways that he's worked in our hearts and in our lives. And we give him thanks for the gift of eternity that is now ours. A life that goes beyond life here. A life that goes into heaven with him. Now... At the, toward the end of our, our epistle lesson today, John writes, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything, According to his will, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. It's an interesting phrase. 
Because many of us have prayed and we sit back and we answer or, or we look for the answers and they don't seem to be coming or the answers don't seem to be in line with what we want. Dear Lord, uh, I just had my, my doors blown off the other day by a Ferrari. I want a Ferrari. Dear Lord, the Green Bay Packers have made all sorts of moves I don't understand. I really want them to win the Super Bowl. Lord, I just bought a couple of lottery tickets. Please. Are any of those prayers according to his will? You see, so often when we pray, we start to seek after the things that we want or that we desire. And even though we pray it all the time, thy will be done, it's almost like empty words because what we're really saying is, Lord, my will be done. I want it done my way. This is an encouragement to pray according to the will of God. In other words, to say, Lord, I believe in you and I trust you to guide my life by your Holy Spirit because you've written your name or my name uh, in the book of life and you've written your name on my forehead and on my heart in the waters of baptism. You have a plan for me. Help me to walk according to your will in that plan. You see, Christ in that high priestly prayer is reminding us that as he prays for us that we have his unconditional love. That he's praying for his disciples because he loves them so much and he loves each of us so much. And we get that at the end of the gospel when he says, for thy sake I consecrate myself that they may be sanctified in truth. What he's talking about here is he's going to a cross. And he's going to die for their sake and for ours. That we might walk in the truth of his incredible love for us each and every day. And that we might share that hope of salvation with those around us. Jesus says, I'm sending them into the world. And so Jesus calls us to a life by faith, to live our faith in a way that's, that's uh, visible to the world around us, to live with the cross of, as the power of, of testimony. That Jesus died and rose again. 
You see, our job isn't to debate people into the kingdom. And that's, I think, what a lot of us fear is that when we get into a conversation with an unbeliever that somehow we're going to wind up in a debate that we can't win because we don't know enough. Don't go there. Just simply tell people, you have a Savior. He died for you because he loves you. I don't want to debate, I don't want to argue because that's the simple truth. You don't want to believe? I understand that. But let me leave you with one question. Why are you running away from God? What have you got to lose? By believing and trusting in him. challenge for us is as we live our lives in this world is to honor God as we serve others. To demonstrate his love to the world. Because sometimes the world wants to rebuff our service. Doesn't want to be ministered to. And yet, the greatest way that we can begin to minister to the world is to pray. That's the example that Jesus sets for us in our gospel lesson today, is to pray. To pray for one another. To pray for co-workers and students. To pray for neighbors. To pray for family and for babies just baptized. To pray. And what again do we pray for? For God's will to be done. For the Holy Spirit to work in the lives of people, to bring them to faith in Jesus Christ, to pray. And so I encourage you all to spend some time in holy conversations with God. To lay not not simply your needs or your concerns or even the needs and concerns of others before God in prayer, but rather simply to pray, Lord, guide me in your will. May your will be done. May my eyes be open to follow your will and to serve you with all of our heart, my heart and my soul and my mind and my strength. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Sometimes it's difficult and hard. But think about it. Was carrying a cross easy? Was being beaten to within an inch of your life, easy? Was having nails driven through your hands and your feet, easy? Was hearing the mocking and the ridicule, easy? Was watching your disciples 
run away and desert you in your hour of need? Easy. When you get right down to it, the Christian faith is challenging and hard at times. It takes a perseverance. That's why Paul says, fight the good fight. Run the race that's been laid out before you. Heed the call of Jesus. Things are not always easy. Sometimes they're downright hard. Most of you know that I have been facing some serious health issues. And the struggles have not been easy. And after a lot of prayer and conversations, not only with God, but with Linda and my family and, and doctors and others, um, I need to step down and to seek um, disability retirement. I can't serve at the level that this congregation deserves. You'll be receiving a letter in the next day or so that outlines things a little bit more fully with a little more explanation, but um, it's been 13 plus years. I wanted it to be 20 even, but I'm not gonna make that. And so my tentative last Sunday of service is going to be August 1st. Now, Linda and I are not going anywhere. Albuquerque's our home, you're our family. Um, and, and as long as uh, the next pastor is comfortable with me still hanging around, um, as hopefully maybe you'll designate me as pastor emeritus or something. Um, as long as he's comfortable with it, I'm still going to be here. Linda's still going to be here. And I think it was Jerry that said, if he's not comfortable with it, we don't want him. <laughs> so we're not going anywhere. And I know some of you are going, oh, pastor, who's going to do my funeral? Lois, I can still do that kind of stuff. That's important to me as it is to you. Um, and I'll be around doing little things. I just can't do a whole lot. So Linda and I covered your prayers. And as difficult as this is, I know that God has a plan and I trust him implicitly. I have my whole life. 
And we all need to do that. We all need to trust him and to work in his kingdom in a way that brings him honor and glory and to seek his will. And as I said, sometimes the path is hard and difficult. But we do what he calls us to do. And so as we walk this road together, again, uh, my, my request to you is for prayers of strength. Uh, and again, for continued wisdom and discernment. And again, uh, that we do all things in his will. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.